Welcome to the Bloom Podcast. I'm your host, Bridget. Now let's grow together. All right. So as we talk about building better habits and getting into the rhythm of being the best version of yourself, I want to welcome back a Bloom guest who has been on here before, Miss Jennifer Keller. Jennifer joined me on the Bloom podcast in an earlier episode where we talked about um, cultivating better habits and routines. And she is back today. Um, she's going to talk a little bit about something that she has created and how you can set yourself up for success. I think this is going to be very timely going into the new year, but even if it's not in the new year, whenever you're listening to this episode, um, you can start anytime. Um, there's never a better day to start than today. So as we all strive to continue on this growth journey, I know you're going to be um, very excited and find value and insight into what Jennifer has to share. So Jennifer, welcome back to Bloom. Well, thank you. I'm excited to be back. Welcome, welcome. And everybody will be excited to have you back too. Um, you're sitting here with me today and you're holding a book in your hand. Mm-hmm. And I know the last time that we met, we talked about um, you being the queen of routine. So um, you have created something that you felt called to do. So why don't you talk us through um, what you have in your hand and what it is and how we can apply it? Well, okay. Thank you. I'm I'm excited to be here and more excited to share with you all um, just something really special and simple that I think is making such a difference already. And I hope that it continues to do that. But I have designed a guide. And so the guide is um, ultimately uh, just a simple routine to be in your very best. Uh, it's called Project You. And our company is Redbird Press. And so um, for the last couple of years, I've been just really dialed into my morning routine and creating space early in the day that allows me to be my very best. And over the last couple of years, I've found some practices that have really done that. And I've been on a spiritual journey and I've really felt called um, to put something together to help other people. The reality is, um, you know, we may want to start something. We may want to do something. There may be a habit that we want to create, but without some sort of structure or foundation, maybe we don't get it off the ground or maybe we do it one day or two days, but we don't keep to it because that structure is absent. So this project you um, got is really designed to help people have just that, a guide. And it's simple and it's um, not not just a, a planner or a morning routine. It's really something that can guide you through, you know, developing habits and keeping accountable to them, but also staying organized and having one central place to keep it all together. Yeah, it is. It is not. It's And if you look at this, it is a 90 day guidebook that will help instill habits that, you know, you talked about some of those processes that you implemented in the morning, but it's really diving into scripture. It's setting your intentions for the day. It's writing your gratitude. It's discovering your I am statements and it's mapping out, you know, what you want to set your day up, your week up, your month, um, how you want that to look. And then over time, as you continue to put in the work every single day, these small micro adjustments really lead to a bigger impact. And I think that's what you saw, Yeah, you know, when we started with COVID, I think there were some things that you had the time to really sit and focus and decided I'm going to start a better morning routine. I'm going to get up and I'm going to read my Bible or I'm going to exercise. And these are, these are my mandatories that I'm, you know, my, um, non-negotiable, yeah. I'm going to do every single day. Right. And you just kind of created from that experience, something that everybody can use. 
Yeah, it really goes back to a, a calling. You know, um, I had six books that I carried around everywhere with me, one being a habit tracker. You know, I wrote out all of the goals that I wanted to achieve and I would track them daily or monthly, depending on the habit. And I had that notebook that I would carry around. And then I had a gratitude journal, you know, like I've, I've always subscribed to that. There's a lot of science in that, but also it just feels really good to be grateful and focus on the good that you already have. And that expands, right? I had my devotion where, you know, I wrote out scripture and, you know, I spent time there learning and figuring out how that applied to my life. I had my planner, you know, I run my calendar from my phone, but I've always carried around a paper planner too, just somewhere to dump ideas and to do's. Um, I had my notebook for whenever I was out there and needed to write something down, you know, yeah. and then just the space to be able to um, have have a, a notebook for what I need to get done or where I want to go. And so I'm carrying all of these things around and, uh, you know, went to a conference back in August and um, it just... Honestly, it came to me and I know that sounds crazy, but I walked out on the deck to do my morning routine and I felt called. I felt like God put it on my heart right then and there, just in a very simple and clear way of, hey, you need to create this. And it didn't start that day. The idea came to me that day, but I really do feel like I've been on a spiritual journey all year long. Um, it started uh, on, you know, a vacation with my family. We went on spring break and of course it was early morning. You know, that's where like all the great things happen uh, by way of idea for me. But, um, you know, I was out on a deck and I was sitting there and I saw a little red bird. It landed literally on the table beside me, which I thought, wow, like that's pretty close, you know? And so I just snapped a picture and, you know, come to find out after sharing it with a friend, like I learned, you know, a lot of people believe that the Cardinal, the red bird comes to you as a messenger from heaven. And when I learned that, I thought, wow, that's really special, but I just couldn't really pinpoint who or what that message might be, you know? And as I continued going about life, Every single day, I would see another red bird. And it started to be a little like, wow, like what's going on? You know, like uh, just, I kind of felt like Cinderella sometimes with all the birds, but um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like so um, I would see them and I would see them on my runs or I would see them when I stepped outside or, you know, and so I thought, wow, like there's something to this. And so, of course, I went to Google and, you know, started asking all the questions to anybody that would, you know, listen to me. But um, I learned that it's not necessarily a message from someone, but it could maybe be just a message from heaven. And so that's that's what I saw it as, you know, God was speaking to me in, in a way that only I could understand. And I could ask all these questions and Google all these things, but I needed to see it for what I believed it was. And, you know, I think that's where clarity really sets in. Yeah, I think we get in the habit of asking Google more than we ask God. And I think sometimes we just have to sit still mm -hmm. and really listen to what is he trying to tell us and how is he trying to speak to me? Because he may be trying to speak to you completely differently. Yeah. How is he trying to speak to me? And um, I think it's awesome. So the name of your company, your business is Redbird Press. Yes. So you have named the business after this signal um, from God. Yeah. And that's how, you know, ultimately I knew that Saturday morning out on my deck that 
this was a calling. I think that's the hard part. Like, how do I know what my purpose is? How do I know what my calling is? And, you know, the whole Redbird journey allowed me to become really present and confident in myself with my relationship with God. And it's freed me in my mind in ways where I can be still Mm -hmm. and I can watch and I can see things for what they are. And I, I really believe that this guide, I really believe that Project U can do that for anyone. The thing of it is, is it's just like buying the book is not going to create the spiritual mm-hmm. journey or this impact in your life, but applying the principles and, and the fundamentals in the book, that will lead you ultimately down the path that you were created for. Yeah, it's with anything that you you do. You know, you can't do an ab exercise one night and expect a six <laughs> pack the next that day. Like? I mean, that would be great. You know, I love the 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 quote that says your body is not Amazon Prime. It will not show up in two oh, days. And yeah, that's you can't true. pick up, you can't buy the the book and expect that your life is going to be transformed just from the purchase. You know, you right. have to sit and you have to dedicate time and you have to put your energy and effort into it or else you're not going to get anything out of it. Um one thing, one thought that I had was, um, you know, just that you talking about, and I see you, I see you as, you know, your, your trade by, by day, you know, you're, um, you run an Aflac, um, an Aflac agency mm-hmm. for um, this region and have people that work under you. You're in insurance. You've been in insurance since I've known you. Um, but this is with it being a calling, you know, this was something that was put on your heart for a purpose. And we talk about when, God calls us, he's going to equip us. So you have been on the business side of it for so long. And then here you are (laughs) having to go through the process and navigate, okay, how do I create this? Who's going to design it? Who's going to produce it? Who's going to print it, you know, and trying to source and put this idea and this dream that's been given to you Mm -hmm. into action. Um, So why don't you walk us through? Because I know, I think for a lot of people that are listening, they may have something on their mind, just like me, when I started this podcast, it can feel overwhelming, but knowing that this was something that you were called to do. And I felt very called to do the podcast as well. So when you have that voice and you have that confirmation that I'm supposed to do this and then let's figure everything out. Yeah. Um, so why don't you walk us through what that was like? Because I think there's a lot of people that listen that could really benefit from that. You know, sometimes we feel paralyzed in, I really like this idea, but maybe it's not big enough. And here you are doing your thing mm-hmm. and impacting other women. So yeah, walk us through that. And, and I think I can relate to that so much because I've, I've felt called I felt like this pull in my heart, you know, for the last nine months. And like I've shared with you, I thought, you know, I should start a podcast. Like impact is at the core of me, what lights up my world, making an impact, making a difference, seeing people, you know, be their very best. And that sounds cliche, but that's me. And so I thought, well, maybe I need to be a motivational speaker. Maybe I need to be a podcaster. And every one of those ideas got me excited, but they didn't push me or pull at me, right? And the morning that the idea of the book came to me, I literally just went at it. Like, I was like, I need to create this, right? Like, I need to to design this, put this in in a book form, and I'll have it all in one, right? Because I'm just carrying around all of these Mm -hmm. things. But the calling, I mean, it's it's almost an indescribable feeling. You know, you get really warm and your heart starts racing and this excitement just runs through you. 
And, you know, I would say like the first thing that I did was just like put it into action. Like I got a notebook out and I just, just drew it all out, right? Like when you can see it, then that's a big part of like continuing down the path of believing in it. But it has been very humbling because I have been in the insurance space for 14 years and I'm a coach, I'm a leader. And so a lot of my day is transferring skill set and guiding, right? And to be like ground level starting something, you know, because I represent a Fortune 500 company. I have all the tools and resources that you can imagine at, at my fingertips. And now I have to, I have to say, no, I'm sorry, I don't have a website yet. <laughs> Yes, we're working on a website, by the way. Um, but it's it's been awesome. Like I've got to use um, a side of my brain that's just so creative, and um, you know, I've just been in learning mode. I've asked a lot of questions, and I can remember going to when I was trying to find the the right printer, printing company. I can remember calling and speaking to this woman on the phone and she was asking me all of these questions about the size of the book, the type of paper, the, I called it a spiral and it's actually a wire-o, like, you know, like the whole terminology, um, like I just, I didn't have the terminology in this space, you know, and so I felt like, oh man, uh, okay, well, I'll just, I'll just be real. I'll be vulnerable. And I said to her, I'm like, you know, I actually, um, I'm new to this. I have something that I really know is going to make a difference, but I don't know how to put it all together. I don't know what type of paper I need. I'm sorry I called it a spiral. Like, can I, can I come by? You know, can we get a ruler out? And I was just vulnerable. And the more I did that, the more people I think wanted to help me, mm-hmm. you know? And so I think the bigger thing is like when you feel called, you just got to take yeah. action. Yeah. I think we've got to let go of that pride of, you know, we may... I felt very skilled in my day to day things that I knew what to do. And I could speak the ling- lingo. I knew the terminology. I knew how to navigate that. But when you're in uncharted territory, you have no idea how to navigate that. Mm-hmm. And you do have to be vulnerable and you do have to say, I'm not sure. I don't know. Um, but also you have to be okay with failing. Yeah. Like that's the thing is like, I've always had this like achiever, mindset and just outlook on life. And so like in, in in my business, like I know on the insurance side, if I try something that doesn't work, that's okay. I can do something different. But when, you know, you're starting something from the ground up after you've already been doing something for, for years, you, you might question yourself a little bit more, mm-hmm. you know, and then it's just n- not being afraid to do it. Because at the end of the day, the thing that you taught me was that even if one person got my book and it helped them, it would all be worth it. Mm -hmm. And I've had to say that to myself a lot. And so I'm so grateful to you for you being who you are. If just one person listens to the podcast, you said that that, that's all you wanted from it, right? And I think that's the piece behind just pursuing your passion or your purpose and your calling is if it just helps one person, will that make it worth it? Mm -hmm. And if it does... Great. You know, like it doesn't have to be like I have a uh, target if you're listening. I have uh, a dream that this will be on your shelves (laughs) one day. But I've had to also just tell myself if it doesn't go that far, then that's not where God wanted it to go. You know, looking at your your book launch that you had a couple of weeks ago and um, that night I was looking around the room and there were so many women in there that were just doing big things. And I think it's so inspiring to see 
other women stepping out and you're showing someone else that it's possible and they see you doing it. And then that gives them the courage and the vulnerability to do that. It reminds me of uh, Brene Brown's concept of taking the armor off, right? Like just being vulnerable, having courage, you know, daring to, to be great by um, just taking that, that next step right into the direction that we're being called into. And when we do that, we then show, even if it's just one other woman or one other person that they can too. And, you know, project you is, is geared towards women, you know, maybe down the road, we'll have a project him or something like that. But, um, the reason being is because I think as the women of our households or the women of our circle or group or our family, we have such a responsibility. It's an honor, but it's also a responsibility. And when a woman allows herself the space to be her best, she impacts everyone around her. And, you know, it makes me think of Mother Teresa, you know, and I'm looking right at, at your your son here. If you uh, want to bring happiness to the whole world, go home and love your family. And when we create the space to be our very best, that's when we can be our very best for everyone around us. And so having a guide, having a routine, and this isn't about a morning routine. This book is put so that you can work it whenever and however you want to. I take it everywhere with me now, which is pretty cool to, to have it with me. But the, the bigger thing is, is it keeps me organized. It keeps me on a path to doing the same things and building the repetition that then becomes the routine that then becomes rhythm. And when we have rhythm, we've built a lifestyle and that lifestyle will be something that pours into everything around us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is so true. And, um, there is a quote, um, I think by Aristotle and it says, excellence is not an act, but rather it's a habit. You know, it's, it's what we repeatedly do day after day. And when you start to, to do those habits and and form those habits and build those skills, it's a muscle, you Mm -hmm. know, it's, it's what you work and continue to, um, to put into it. And I think I want to, I want to bring you back because you talk about, you know, at the core of who you are is impact. And I'm hearing you give this mother Teresa quote, and I'm seeing, you know, all the the people that have already been impacted just by getting their hands on this book within what, when did you have, you had your pre-launch, you had your launch, um, just a few weeks just ago. A few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And, and I know that there have been several women that have bought the book that are already diving in that I see that have, have already had change in their life for the positive. But I think one of the most special changes that I've seen is happening right inside your home. Mm-hmm. And I know that there is a special young lady who looks up to you and she has seen you put your passion into this project and um, pour your heart into it. And you have touched her in a way you've inspired her. And I think when we think oftentimes, you know, it's, it's gotta be bigger than who we are. And really when we look at those people that are closest to us and the people that are around us um, and I hear Addie Kate mm-hmm. and how you've inspired her and shown her an example, I don't know that there's any, greater example. You know, I think if I can look back on my accomplishments in life and I know that I've made a difference in the lives of my children, that's what matters most to me. Absolutely. And I know that you've done that with Addie Kate. So why don't you share (laughs) a little bit about the inspiration that you've given her? She's so sweet. So, um, last year we found out that, um, Addie Kate, uh, is dyslexic. And so, you know, she's just had this roller coaster of a journey trying to 
to, you know, just navigate through that. And, you know, her, her school's been great and she's trying really hard and, um, you know, she's, she's had some insecurities and her confidence has really been, um, you know, just shook up a little bit by all of that. But, um, through this process, um, she, she's been inspired to create something that, um, she thinks will help other kids that maybe have things that they're navigating through. And so she has created Project Youth. Uh, and so it's it's a you know a guided journal inspired by dyslexia, and she has poured her heart into it. There's gonna be art. Um, she's got her own little story and, you know, being who I am, I'm like taking her, what she's saying. And I'm like writing it one way. And she's like, that's not what I said. (laughs) (laughs) So it's, it's been really neat, but her whole vision of her journal is to help kids like her or just kids that have something that maybe they don't understand that makes them sad, that makes them feel different, put on paper, how they feel, but then also there's exercises to help them see that that's their superpower. Yeah. So she ends like her journal with like dyslexia is my superpower. And, you know, being a parent, anyone that's listening to this, if you have children, when you've done something and then your children go and somewhat mirror that or inspires them to use their talents to create something, it's one of the most wonderful things that you can be a part of. And to see just the struggles that she's been through with her confidence and seeing her bloom and, you know, take that into something that then will help other people. It's it's just, you know why God gave her that. Yeah, It was a blessing, not a burden. Yeah. And it, and it could even be that this is why God gave you mm. that calling so that you could show her the way, you know, he may have known that she needed this more than you did. Yeah. Um, I know it's greatly impacted your life, but it could be that maybe she needed this more and to know that all of this is orchestrated by something so much bigger than we are yeah. is just unimaginable, but it is amazing and incredible and just so awesome. I mean, I don't know how else to describe it. When you start to see the pieces, the pieces that are woven together and how that comes together and and what blooms or what becomes of that, that is nothing short of the creator, Mm -hmm. nothing short. So we can't wait to see Addie Kate's Kate's progress and and her new project youth come out. I think that's awesome. I remember the night that you told me, (laughs) I just, I think I was kind of frozen. I thought this is incredible. Like this is really like a true testament of, you know, impact and how that it does, it happens right inside your home. Um, so how can we find you? I know you're working on a website. I know you've got, um, you've got some books on hand. People are probably gearing up. It's a great time of year, but as we said, you know, today is a great day to start, even if it's January or December, um, how do we get our hands on, on project you? Yeah. So follow us on Instagram right now. That is the platform. So at Redbird press, Uh, You can follow and then you can message us with any questions that you have. Um, As soon as we get that website up, we'll definitely try to get that in your show notes and uh, we'll push it out on social media for sure. That sounds great. So what's next? Any other, any other thoughts or, 
new directions? You have big plans? Well, we uh, it's a 90-day book, as mm-hmm. you mentioned. And so uh, we're really excited to create new covers and obviously add in new scriptures. It's undated. And so mm-hmm. that's really like... I think one of the greater things about it is you can start. It's, Mm -hmm. you know, the week starts on Monday. It ends on Sunday with the Sabbath day. And um, you you don't have to wait until January. You know, that's that's kind of the thing. It's like, get going now. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, one of my... um, my oldest daughter, she, I said, how are you doing with your project you? And she said, I'm waiting until January. I was like, no, girl, we're going to start right now. We can start on Monday. Um, and so just get yourself in that rhythm. I think that's, that's the, the wonderful part, but we are designing the next cover. So for the second edition that trans transitions you into, um, your next quarter with the book. Yeah. It's, it's like a new really season, great. you know, yeah, you've got different season. seasons of life, new seasons of the book. I think that's great. One thing that, um, you know, and you kind of walk through examples in the beginning of, because it may be kind of foreign to some of, you know, where do I get my verse? Because there's a section on there for scripture and reflection. Yeah. Um, what are some of the, the resources that you use? I know that's came up just in questions with me, you know, who, where can I go? What are some things that you would recommend to find and pull that spiritual aspect in? Do you have any recommendations that you follow, things that you use that um, the listeners can incorporate as well? Absolutely. So there are three apps that I would recommend and that I, that I follow. I use every day. One is uh, Hashtag Bible. Uh, it's just it's scripture that you can. It's got great music in the background. The other one is uh, the Holy Bible app and then the Abide app. I also like uh, Sarah Young's Jesus um, Calling. Jesus Calling. Jesus Calling, yeah. Uh, so there's scripture in there. Because, yes, when I first started devotions, I had, I, I don't have scripture memorized. You know, I have to Google, you know, Matthew, whatever, you know. Um, but you can find it there. And what's really nice, too, is we've already, you know, embedded some scripture into the book, mm-hmm. too, as a guide. It's kind of sprinkled throughout. I've had a few ask me, where, where is she getting her scripture? So I thought that would be good for everybody that's yeah. listening. Um, there's a couple of resources, but it doesn't have to be. I mean, if you want to open your Bible and pick whatever's on there oh, and how that speaks to you. Sometimes I'll just Google like uh, scripture around peace or mm-hmm. scripture about joy. And, you know, you can you can find a lot of yeah, whatever's on your heart. And that's, that's a good, good thing to reflect on too and take action on. Yeah. Well, we, as you continue to build out your community and continue to build out this product, we will certainly follow you along on your journey. And I'm so glad that you were able to come back. I look forward to having you back again soon because I know there's going to be more. So yeah. thank you so much. Thanks for being on. Yeah. All right. And we will put all the details in the show notes so you all can find um, how to get your hands on Project U and make sure that you go out there and follow Redbird Press and keep up with Jennifer and all the exciting things that she has going on. Thank you.